Hello, you're listening to From the Bibliophiles, a science podcast discussing how storytelling succeeds in communicating difficult science concepts. I'm your host and interviewer, Kenna Castleberry. If you're a new listener, you can find our podcast on all your favorite platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other places. Be sure to give us a five-star review if you like our show. If you enjoyed today's episode, like it and share it with your friends. This episode hosts an exclusive interview with Matt Montrose, the founder of the card game Ecologies. Matt is a high school biology teacher and on the side, a game designer. His game Ecologies teaches kids the science of food webs and ecosystems in a fun and colorful way. You can find out more about this game or get one yourself by visiting his website www.montrosebiology.com. That's M O N T R O S E B I O L O G Y.com. Now to hear his story. My first question is going to be um what was kind of the motivating factor to starting the Ecologies game. It's such a unique game, and the best way to describe it to people is solitaire, but with a biology twist, which is really, really nice and, you know, very easy for people to learn. I'm curious what kind of drove you to create this game. Yeah, so um, I'm a biology teacher, and in the classroom, we often um, cut out small pieces of paper with plants and animals on them and have students um, glue them to a poster and draw arrows to where the energy is flowing through the food web. Um, And it's a cool activity and kids work in groups, um, but, you know, it's uh, only mildly interesting to them. Um, And I have always loved games, board games, card games, uh, as well as vintage art. And so um, when I was thinking about um, maybe making a fun game for the classroom, I thought, what if I use some, um, you know, cool uh, vintage uh, public domain art and um, kind of turn this into a game. So where, you know, uh, students get motivated to compete against each other and figure out the rules and all that stuff. So it started off as um, a game that I made that I could bring into the classroom and have groups of students um, uh, work together as an activity to, you know, uh, teach and learn. Because as teachers these days, we are competing um, with all kinds of apps as well as board games, card games, all the kind of entertainment that happens these days. And um, if we just have, you know, like a lecture, it doesn't really uh, do well competing with that. So anyway, um, it was a big hit and many of the students uh, wanted to know how they could get a copy. And I had friends and family and people who would try it would get really excited and say that um, they wanted one too. So that's kind of how it started. And I eventually ended up uh, making it available to the public. That's amazing. You know, playing the game myself, I can say that it's very educational, but in a sneaky sort of way, you know, you don't sit there and you're like, oh, I'm going to learn something, but it's more just very engaging and and very interesting. I'm curious how you came up with, um, I mean, obviously you talked about creating these food webs out of paper with arrows and stuff. I'm curious how you came up with the actual gameplay of, you know, having certain goals that you have to fulfill to create a full 
ecosystem um, and an ecology and a biome. And I'm, I'm curious, you know, how that worked and, and how was the process of, you know, getting the artwork on the cards and everything like that? What, what was that like? Yeah, so I sat down and uh, thought about what are some of the main uh, biomes that I could use um, in the game. And it's something that it's not, there's not really like a definitive list of biomes. There's a lot of overlap. The definitions change, uh, but there's a general sense of what the main ones are. You know, how could I boil down, uh, you know, maybe the most common seven biomes? And um, I start thinking, you know, how do I reward uh, students for trying to make them healthy? Because I want them to know the difference between a, a healthy and an unhealthy uh, food web. So once it becomes healthy, meaning it has kind of a, uh, some biodiversity, some um, diversity of different trophic levels and roles, then they could unlock some kind of special power in the game. Um, and then in um, the art, what I do is um, I take different public art and kind of digitally cut it all up and remaster it and color it and um, kind of make like a digital collage. So a lot of the borders or texts or things like that might come from a map from the 1600s. Um, and then the animals come from like uh, zoological or botany textbooks from the 1800s um, and then just sort of weave it together and I wanted to make something that looks like it maybe came from the late 19th century. Yeah, no, it, it is a wonderful game. Bring back all that old artwork and, and, you know, make it still relevant and fun. And in my opinion, just absolutely gorgeous. Sometimes I just get distracted by the artwork on the cards. Um, I'm curious as far as, did you think it would ever have more of a broader impact in science communication? I just know for me, I study science communication. And one of your games, you know, is an example of how science communication is creative and unique and fun, um, especially for kids or just people who want to learn. And, and I'm curious if you ever thought of, you know, it in that way in a bigger context than just, you know, the classroom. In a way I did, but not quite the way it turned out, because originally my goal was um, to really be able to communicate these concepts to students in the classroom. And my hope is, you know, with all the work that I do as a science teacher, is I hope that if I can communicate uh, science to students, that they are going to go out and be uh, better citizens, affect other people, um, you know. And so my idea was by giving them, um, you know, fun and engaging activities in a science classroom, um, that they could then, um, you know, go on to kind of have a domino effect in their life. Um, I didn't expect um, to be creating a lot of copies and, and selling it myself. Um, you know, that that side of it has been really new to me. It's been exciting as well. Um, but like I said in the beginning, it was just something that I made at home in my spare time and brought into the classroom to share with students. And, you know, when I got a lot of positive feedback, I decided you know, well, maybe other students or other people who like board games or people who just like uh, nature art, you know, maybe I can spread this further. That's awesome. That's a really good goal to have. And obviously it's done really well for itself. 
I'm I'm curious because you have, you know, you did mention you have an expansion pack now, Bizarre Biomes, which looks absolutely fabulous. So many new, you know, biomes and animals. The decision for those specific biomes in that expansion pack. Yeah, I think um, one of the things is whenever you do something creatively, um, every time you stop, it's sort of an artificial uh, boundary because you, you naturally always want to keep going and adding and doing more. And at the end of the day, you just have to kind of make a decision like, okay, it's finished. I have, this has to get printed. Um, but it's really taking all the things I, I wish I could have, you know, uh, packed into the first one and then taking those threads and expanding out. Um, so different biomes that I didn't get a chance to go into, a lot of animals I didn't get a chance to go into. So I have uh, kind of skeletons worked out for a number of uh, expansions and sequels. And they are, they're, they're not just expansions, they're also standalone uh, sequels because you don't really want someone to have to, you know, buy the base game in order to play one of the new ones. So each one can be played all by itself or mixed. Do you, and that kind of segues into my next and, and kind of final question for you, which is what are you currently working on and, and what are you hoping to kind of develop in the future? Um, yeah, so I'm right now I'm, I'm currently working on um, what would be the third ecologies game. Um, it's very heavy on different marine environments because in the first game there's just uh, one biome that we call marine biome, um, but obviously there's a lot of different things going on in the ocean. Um, so it kind of uh, gets more detailed into that. Um, as well as other terrestrial biomes, but it, there is a, a focus on marine environments. Well, I also teach uh, a fisheries class, and so um, I'd like to develop a game that um, kind of helps students understand sustainable fishing. Um, so th there's just a number of, they all kind of revolve around things I want to be able to uh, teach better. And, and kind of making those in the games. That's amazing. And what a creative way to, to teach your students and take school to the next level. I think that's awesome. So, well, Matt, thank you so, so much for letting me interview you. This has just been so nice. And one last question, I guess, for you is where can people find out more about the game? You know, like um, websites, yeah. social media? Yeah, so we have a website, montrosebiology.com. Um, which will have um, updates and sneak peeks and things like that. Um, I'm also probably most active on Instagram. Again, Montrose Biology. It's at Montrose Biology on Instagram. Those two places are where we do the most updates on what's going on. Perfect. Well, thank you so, so much, Matt, again, for just taking the time to let me interview you. And oh, of course. Yeah, no, no worries. Thank you. Thank you.